Hey guys, shalom. Much more truth here. Hey, I wanted to uh, do a quick do a quick video for you um, regarding uh, my video that I did called "This Is Only a Test." Okay, I'm gonna wait until some more people get on here because I don't want to waste time and I want to get this message out to as many people as I can um, all together um, and my kids listening to baby shark right now so hang on one second can I turn this down sweetie okay thank you all right got baby shark set up for the kiddo and go from there all right so I did a video the other day it was a pretty lengthy teaching I will say that however there was a lot of good information it was called this is a test okay and it was regarding second uh, Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 it talks about studying to show ourselves approved unto Yahweh to do our utmost to study to show ourselves approved unto Yahweh however I understand that uh, Facebook shadow bans me a lot um, and also that not everybody's willing to sit through a two hour video, even if it is very, very, uh, vital information. So what I wanted to do is, is just give you the very brief synopsis in like five minutes. Okay. And then if you have questions, you need to go watch my other video and trust that this is what is happening, but please, you know, test everything. Um, and hold fast to what is good. I mean, I'm, I'm just a man. I'm, I'm, you know, just like everybody else, you know, we're just, we're just trying to, um, you know, we're just trying to serve the King as best we can trying to hear his voice as best we can. Um, but I'm about to show you something on this board that I want you to pay attention to because I'm telling you right now that the four horsemen of the apocalypse are riding right now, all four of them. Okay, um, that's what this coronavirus so-called is about. Oops, shouldn't have said that. Should have said CV. My bad. <laughs> but that's what this CV so-called is all about. Okay, and I'm and the the biggest part of this we got to talk about is we got to talk about the black horse and the unbalanced scales that the black horse has. Okay, I'm not going to go into doing, uh, you know, you can look up Revelation 6, you know where the four horsemen are. I will let you know that to understand what the four horsemen are, you have to understand that there's spirits that come out from the throne room. Um, and Zechariah, the book of Zechariah chapter 6 will actually give you more uh, on that, okay? But here we go. Let's see if this will work. Y'all got to tell me if I lose audio, okay? Please let me know if I'm still got audio. Greg, can you let me know if I still got audio? Somebody? Anybody? Still got audio? Audio, check. Mic, one, two. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. So, all right. So, I titled this, like I said, this is a test. 
Okay, it's a test to see who's been paying attention, who's been studying to show themselves approved unto Yahuwah. Okay, Yahusha told us to watch and pray lest we fall into temptation. He told us to be aware of the signs of the times of his coming. And he laid it out all for us between, you know, the book of Daniel, the book of uh, the chapters of Matthew 24 and 25 of, uh, of the book of Matthew, Luke 21, Joel, the book of Joel, um, and of course the book of Revelation, among other stuff in there. But those are the five major ones, okay? But I'm here to show you that right now we're seeing this right here, okay? Take, he said, number one, take heed that no one deceives you. All right. False messiahs and false prophets will come to deceive many, even if possible, the elect, he says later on in verse 24 of Matthew 24. It talks about wars, rumors of wars, famine, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. OK, but so first, let's just establish and you can go look this up for yourself. But Revelation four and five will show you that Yahusha is the one holding the scroll and breaking its seals. OK, first four seals are the four horsemen of the apocalypse, so-called. Okay, we're, I'm just going to briefly go through them. White horse, red horse, black horse, pale horse. Okay, um, so the black horse, the pale horse right now is this so-called CV that we're seeing in the earth right now. Okay, and it's triggered. It's actually, um, it's actually enraged Satan to come and pursue the bride, to come and pursue the, rem the remnant out into the wilderness and, um, and uh, you know, pursue her and slaughter the sheep as much as many, as many sheep as possible. Okay. Um, so what this means is that because see the Kings of the earth have plotted a vain thing against Yahoo and his anointed. And their idea is that if I can eliminate all the seed of Abraham and, and all of his followers, he won't come back and we can keep our kingdom. Okay. That's the whole thing is that that's the whole idea is that if I can eliminate all of them, he won't come back. I can keep my kingdom. We can keep the NWO and everything will be just fine. But they've plotted a vain thing against Yahuwah and his anointed. And they're going to wish that they had kissed the sun as Psalm two talks about. But let's get into this, okay? So black horse, black horse right here, okay? So it says that it has, a, uh, it has scales in its hand, okay? That's what it says. But it doesn't say that they're balanced scales, okay? And I'm here to tell you that, I'm here to tell you that they're unbalanced scales, and I'm about to show you why. We're going to talk about this funnel because this funnel right here is the most important part of this entire thing, okay? He who has ears to hear, please let them hear. All right, so this funnel is designed to get rid of the middle ground and to get rid of those who are not paying attention, who are lukewarm, who thought that they could have their cake and eat it too while they were here on the earth and not watching and waiting for his return. All right, because see, if you're trusting in him, you know, like like we are, you know, we're staying in our house either until a soldier comes to get us or until an angel comes to get us and bring us out and take us into the wilderness somewhere. That's what we're doing. But see, there's a CV app that you're supposed to mandatorily download, but don't download the app because the whole system's rigged. And I'm about to show you why. 
So you download the app. On the app, there's a survey. On the survey, no matter how you answer this survey, it will tell you that you need to go to a testing center because it's rigged. Okay. Same thing with the stimulus check. If you want Trump's, if you want Mr. T's money, well, guess what? You just signed a contract, a covenant with the beast system. And with that comes a mandatory vaccination. And if you don't take the mandatory vaccination, your only other option is prison and eventually death. Cause Yahushua told us in revelation chapter two, that, that the devil would put some of us in jail or in prison for 10 days but after that, he's like, he said, but be faithful even unto death and I will give you the crown of life. Okay. I don't know why people are dropping out. This is the, probably the most important video you might ever watch. But anyway, so when you take the, when you down, if you download the app, you take the survey, it's rigged. You go to a testing center. Okay. You go to a testing center or you go to a shopping center. Because eventually they're going to have, they're already setting them up some at some big stores like uh, Wally World and stuff like that, where they're taking your temperature. But see, this, this is the thing. This is the thing. They said that now it's no longer 98.6. That's a normal, normal temperature. Now it's actually 97.7. So everybody's got a fever now, so to speak. See, it's rigged. So it's a rigged fever. Okay. Now you got to take a test. Well, I posted an article a couple of days ago that showed that over 80% of these tests are coming back as a false positive because they want to give everybody the virus, so to speak. Everyone. They want everyone to have it. Because if everyone has it, then everybody has to go down the funnel. Do you understand? Everybody's got to go down the funnel. So, see, you get a false positive, now you've got to go into quarantine. Now, either before or after you go into quarantine, they're going to try and give you medication or the forced vax, okay? Now, I'm saying or because the MOTB, the mark of the beast, DNA-altering technology is in both of these or one of them. But stay away from both of them because... You do not know which one it's in. And Satan, he is the snake. He is the most clever creature ever created in the garden. Look it up. That's what it says in Genesis 3. Okay? But this is designed. See, Satan thinks that he's in control of this, but he's actually not. He just thinks he is. But Yahusha, who's holding the scroll and loosening its seals, and this is the third seal right here, and the Pale horse is the fourth seal right here, but Yahusha, Yahusha is actually the one controlling it because he's using SA-10 to test the saints. That's why I titled it, this is only a test. You know, like this is only a test. This is only a test of the emergency heaven broadcast system. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit is saying in this hour. That's the test. Have you been paying attention? Do you understand the hour that we're in? Do you understand why I quit my job last week over 10 days ago and I've just been preaching the gospel every day? Do you get it? That's what the test is for. Because see, Yahusha wants to get rid of those who weren't paying attention. Are you a, a foolish version 
Are you a wise virgin? Because the oil that you need to get through in this hour and to be awakened in this hour is developed in the place of intimacy, in the place of prayer, in the place of worship, in the place of praising him and watching and waiting lest you fall into temptation. So Yahusha is actually using this funnel, this rigged system of the black horse that has balanced scales, but they're not balanced, they're unbalanced. He's actually using this to get rid of the so-called middle ground that Christianity has believed that it's been under for 2,000 years. Definitely the last 200 years, 150 years, give or take. But this middle ground that you thought existed, that you thought this fence, how close can I get to sin without actually sinning? No, instead we should be living how far, Father, will you let me go? How abandoned will you let me be to you? How far can I get away from the kingdom of darkness? How holy can I live? How set apart can I live unto you? That's the question. You've been asking the wrong question. We've been asking the wrong question. So, Yahushua is using the, the unjust balance scale right here. He's using this system. He's using the, the beast system to, to purge his flock and to find out, hey, are you a sheep? Are you a goat? Are you a wheat? Are you a tear? Because we're about to find out because that middle ground that you thought existed right there, it doesn't exist and this is going to come down to this. See, those who aren't paying attention or who don't heed the words of the watchman, whether it's my words or other watchmen's words, but we're the ones who hear from Yahuwah. He says, I do not do anything except for to reveal my secrets first to my servants, the prophets. That's what it says in Amos chapter 3, verse 7. And I'm telling you, he gave me a dream 13 months ago of this event. And the event that I saw was this black horse and the, and the green, the pale horse. That's what I saw. The slaughterings that I saw were because people didn't, they either chose to see, because Yahushua said, listen, if you love your life, your physical life, you will actually lose it. It'll lead to death. You will die twice. You will die physically, and because you took the mark of the beast, you will die spiritually, and your name will be blotted out of the Lamb's book of life. Which means that it was actually written in the Lamb's book of life. It was actually in there, but it was blotted out because of your decision, because we're supposed to walk out our own salvation with fear and with trembling. That's what Philippians 2 talks about. So, Yahushua said, he who loves his life will lose it. You will lose it. You will die twice. You will die a physical death, not immediately, but as soon as they turn back on that 5G, you will become a mindless zombie. I'm here to tell you today. I'm here to tell you today that you will, and you will long for death and you won't find it for five months. That's what the book of Revelation talks about. People will long for death and not find it. But, he said, if you lose your life, your physical life, for my sake, you will actually find it. You will actually hold on to it. Because this is the final test right here. This is what the book of Joshua was about at the end of Joshua in chapter 24, where he talked about how long will you falter between two opinions. This is what Elijah preached on at, the, at Mount Carmel 
where he gathered the people together and he said, listen, how long will you falter between two opinions? If Yahuwah is Elohim, serve him. But if Baal, serve him. Because see, Yahushua doesn't want lukewarmness. He said, I would rather you either hot or cold, but because you are lukewarm, I spew you out of my mouth. I spew you out of my mouth. So real quick, a recap. Okay, four horsemen. Okay, red, you got the white horse, which is found here. It's by the spirit. It's the spirit of Elohim coming out. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. It says, today, if you hear my voice, do not harden your hearts in the days of the rebellion where your fathers tried me in the wilderness and I showed them my wonders and miracles. The red horse. Some believe that this is communism and that it's been riding. I believe it's actually World War III and that you're about to see the shots be fired, but it's been economic sanctions. It's been cyber warfare. It's been all the talk of World War III, but not quite there yet. But it's about to happen because Turkey just declared war on Russia. Uh, China's, China's stating that they're about to uh, use EMPs against U.S. aircraft carriers. Okay, and then the black horse is the system. That's the test, the unjust balance scales. They're uneven balance scales. That's actually an abomination. If you go back in the book of Leviticus, I believe, and look that up. And then the pale horse, that is the so-called CV that people, that, that this event is, is taking place, that we're calling a CV. It's chloros. It's it, it, death and Hades follows it. And approximately a quarter of the earth, approximately two billion, not approximately a quarter of the earth, but a quarter of the earth will come under it. And approximately two billion people will die because there's roughly about eight billion. Okay, so the black horse is what the rig system comes from, the unjust balance scales. That's why if you take his money, if you take his money, it, see, it's all a test. See, if you take his money, you're telling Yahuwah that you're, you're not my source. It's my job that's my source. It's my government that's my source. It's my social security that's my source. It's my 401k that's my source. It's my bank account that's my source. But the word says that, and my Elohim shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Yahushua HaMashiach. Philippians 4 verse 19. So, but if you take this stimulus check from Mr. T and you sign your name to it, you sign your name to it, you are making a covenant with him. And with that covenant comes a mandatory V, a mandatory VAX. Okay. And then, then you're all the way psh, right down at the bottom. And now you got to make a decision because see what's going to happen is that some of the lukewarm people, they're going to remember the words that when they, when they read them, when they read them, they're going to remember the words and they're going to realize they're going to get down. They're going to get down into these different levels and the Holy Spirit's going to begin to speak to them and he's going to begin to call them and they're going to be able to realize, but it's still going to be too late because they're still going to have to choose prison and death at that point. But they'll at least, they'll at least save themselves from taking the mark of the beast by the spirit, the spirit will awaken some of these people because they'll get down into these levels and they'll start realizing, wait, something's going on. They're talking about, I can't buy or sell without this. 
Do you know right now that they're, they're rolling out as part of this a total digital currency? A total digital currency right now as part of this. This is where it's heading, guys. I don't care. He's not interested in if, if it matches your calculation or your timeline or your calendar or your Stellarium app. He's not interested in any of that. He's interested in his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we have a, we have a role. We have a role in this where we are the bride and we come together with our king and we say, number one, you are worthy. We agree with the four living creatures. We agree with the elders. We agree with all the angels in heaven. And we declare, Yahushua, that you are worthy to take the scroll out of your father's hand to open its seals for you were slain. For you were slain. And he's already taken the scroll and he's already began to open the seals. And last week, I believe he spoke to me. You test it. You tell me. But he told me, I believe I, I know his voice. John 10 says that my sheep hear me and know my voice. And he said, ready or not, here I come. He said that like hide and go seek ready or not. After you get done counting ready or not, here I come. But this is what it's about, you guys. It's a test. It's a test to see who's got ears to hear and eyes to see. Because just in the book of Revelation alone, it says nine times in the first 13 chapters, nine times, he who has ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the assemblies in this hour. That's what he's saying. And also, he spoke to me that it's time to come out of Babylon. Because see, you can't hold on to Babylon. You can't hold on to what you had before. You can't hold on. Because if you hold on to Babylon and you hold on to him, where are you going? You're not going frontwards or backwards. You're, you're going nowhere. You are like Lot's wife. And he said in Luke 24, or wait, not Luke 24, I'm sorry, Luke 21 um, he said, he actually said, remember Lot's wife. Well, what did Lot's wife do? She tried to escape Sodom and Gomorrah with Lot and with the angels, but she looked back. And when she looked back, judgment came upon her and she became a pillar of salt. So I'm telling you guys, this is what's going on right now. This is what the MLAW is all about. This is why. It's all happening. This is what my dream was about. And I'm here to tell you guys, it's not about, it's not about being right. I didn't want to be right. I'm telling you, I didn't want to be right. But I'm here to tell you that as a good watchman, that I see the sword coming to the land and that you better get ready. You better repent. You better get on your knees and cry out and don't think that you are going to be kept from this hour. Don't think about that because the fifth, because the fifth seal is martyrdom. This fifth seal is martyrdom. You have martyrs, which there's been hundreds of thousands, if not millions of martyrs. There's been 65 million abortions just in America alone. And who knows how many worldwide. And that altar of souls is about to be fulfilled. And it's about to say, we're about to cry out, how long? 
It's about to cry out, how long, O Yahuwah, until you judge, until you avenge us our blood on the earth. Because blood cries out to him. Even Abel's blood still cries out to him. And Zechariah, the prophet's blood, still cries out to him to this day. Even though there were slain like 6,000 and 2,500 years ago or what have you. But this is where we're at, you guys. The four seals have opened. You're seeing Revelation 12 and 13 paralleling this. It's matching this. And what Yahushua is doing is as in the rage of Satan is coming upon the beast system and he's pursuing after the, after the bride in the wilderness, after the remnant, he's coming after her with everything he has. Yahushua is breaking forth in judgment on the earth right now. And that's another thing. Don't be offended at what he's doing. See, I've had friends this past week who they're falling away as the great falling away talks about in second Thessalonians chapter two. It talks about that, but you can't be offended. You can't be like Yahushua. That's not right. Why are you sending an earthquake over there? Why are you doing that? No, his, we have to come into agreement with him as his bride and say, you, we trust you. We trust you to be our king. We want you to come back. We want you to judge the earth. Your judgments are righteous, just, and true. And we trust you. We trust you to come back and rescue us. Because that's what this is about. He's on his way, y'all. He's on his way. Do you understand how close you are to where... You won't ever need a Bible again, y'all. You won't need a Bible again because you'll be hanging out with the living word. That's something just, it blows my mind because my finite mind can't handle it. But I'm here to tell you today that this is what's happening right now. This is happening. This is what this is all about. This is not about a virus, so to speak. It's not. It's not at all. You can see it if you have eyes to he see and ears to hear and you ask for discernment. You ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That's why I've been trying to tell you guys and trying to preach to you guys about that, about asking for it. And if you walk by faith and not by sight, you can look right through this man. You can look right through him and you can see you can see him pictured as a lamb pictured as a peaceful person but in reality he's speaking like a dragon because he's telling you he told you listen it was like three weeks ago guys we had five cases five so-called cases in the entire united states and then two weeks later maybe even less than that we're talking about instituting martial law over this and reporters have asked him, you know, Mr. T, there's only like, I don't even know what the stats are anymore. But I think at the time it was like, there was only 200 deaths. There was only 14,000 cases. Why are you quarantining 75 million people? And you could see the beast rise up in him and speaking. And he completely, pridefully put to shame that reporter. And he told him that sensation. You should get back to journalism. You should get back to really telling what's going on, the real news. And also, if you hear him speak, you can hear that slither in his voice when he talks about, relax, don't go buy so much. You guys are buying more than you buy at Christmas. 
Relax, have a nice dinner. Relax, the food will be there at the stores. Relax, but little do you know, little do you know that part of this system is for them. See, because you're still relying. See, you're going back to the store. You're still going back to the well, so to speak, the beast well. But see, when you go to those stores now, once they are refilled, they're going to come with temperature checks. And I've already seen it online. People in Canada talk to me about, uh, they go, their husband went to a Walmart and his forehead got scanned. Couldn't go in because he was like above 37 degrees or something like that. He was 37.4 degrees. But you guys, this is happening right now. And I'm telling you, we all need to be taking inventory. We need to be looking at the leaven in our lives and in our houses, but especially the spiritual leaven, the areas where we, we agreed with the kingdom of darkness and we need to get it out. We need to cut ties. We need to repent. We need to say, no, Abba, I didn't know I shouldn't have been doing that. I didn't know. I didn't know any better. Please forgive me. I cut ties with the paganism that I held so strongly to. I just thought they were fun holidays. I didn't know, Abba. But now you do. Now you do. Because the word says that to him that knows it is sin, it is sin. And I'm here to tell you it's sin because I love you. People mistaken me for prideful and self-righteous and, and unloving. They say that I'm a fear monger, but I'm here to tell you, no, I'm just a good watchman. And he tells me that when you see the sword coming into the land, and if you don't warn the people, both the righteous and the wicked, I will hold you accountable for it. So I'm just following orders, you guys. That's why I forsook my career last week. Because I could feel in my spirit, I could feel the sense of urgency that this is coming right now. And I understand it's being delayed, but what I would encourage you to do, those of you who already bought food and everything and have supplies and stuff, is you need to start fasting, at least intermittently. You need to start praying like you've never prayed before. And you need to start rationing your food and quit acting like you're always going to have it because I'm here to tell you that famine is coming and that they are drawing this out. I thought that they would have uh, things locked down already. Honestly, it's kind of like it's kind of like um, almost worse than uh, during hurricane season where we're all hunkered down and everything. We got our food, but it's just slowly, slowly approaching and waiting on it. But the thing is, is this is much worse than a hurricane. This is the worst storm you've ever been in in your entire life. And I want you to be prepared to ask the Father. Ask the Father to prepare your heart. I'm not telling you this out of fear. I'm not speaking it on you. But I'm saying that if you don't ask Him to prepare your heart and prepare you spiritually and physically and mentally and emotionally for that you would make the right decision when it comes down to it and that you would not be overcome by fear, but that you would, that perfect love would cast out all fear, that this is what it's about, you guys. This is what we've been reading the Bible for. This is what we've been going to services for. We're in the end times. We're in, we're at the five yard line, y'all. 
The five yard, you could be at the five yard line of your life right now. You could be watching the last moments of your life unfold and you got to decide how am I going to live my life? Because what I've been doing is I, even these, you know, these pastors who misled me and didn't tell me the entire gospel, I still love them enough to send them messages like, listen, brother, I tell you this in love. I tell you this in love. Do not take Anything that Mr. T gives you, that vaccine, it's going to alter your DNA and you will become uninhabitable by the Holy Spirit. I've been calling my, my family. I've been making amends with people that I've had issues with because, see, Yahusha told us in verse 14 of Matthew 6, he said, If you don't forgive others, your Father in heaven won't forgive you. So you need to have a cleansed heart. Psalm 51, creating me a clean heart, O Elohim, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. You need to be asking him for areas. You need to be writing down, you know, take inventory of the sins that you've committed. You know, the different types of sins, whether it was pride, self-righteousness, uh, sexual immorality, worry, doubt, uh, uh, hatred, adultery, whatever it was. And you need to confess them to him so that he can cleanse your soul because this is the hour of which we live in, guys. And this buzzsaw of the United States military is coming. It's coming. We're about to feel what all these countries overseas have felt while they're so-called been fighting for freedom. You're about to see the world's most powerful military get unleashed on its citizens. And I don't, I don't have the words to express how saddened I am by it, but this is how it's going down. I, you know, I, uh, I always thought that what would get me in jail was uh, what it would be over. It would be over V's. It would be over VAX's, if you know what I mean. But I didn't expect it to have the mark within them. But that's a really good play. <laughs> that's a really good play. I have to give him, give him props for that. Because how many, the last few years, you know, how many people have been being demonized by society? Oh, you anti-veer. I can't believe you're putting us all at risk. And Yahusha told us, he said, many will betray one another. So, and don't be, don't be surprised and don't be offended because it's a stumbling block potentially. But just understand, you have to have the heart like Yehosha did where he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know or they know not what they do. And to your captors, if they do come for you, if they do see, because I'm contending for angels. I'm contending for firepower, not, not just in the spirit. I'm talking about like like hedges of fire around my house to protect me and my family, that they can't come near us. You know, that's what I'm contending for. But I'm also preparing myself for if he does call me to become a martyr, that I can finish the race. I can say, like Paul said, I fought the good fight and I finished the race. And, you know, people are talking about, well, I'll just take matters into my own hands and I'm not going down without a fight. But I would say, neither am I. But Yahushua said, those who live by the sword will also die by the sword. And when he was captive 
when he was taken captive in the Garden of Gethsemane, Peter tried to save him and fight off those captors. But he, and he cut off Malchus's ear. And Yahushua actually healed his ear back together while he was being arrested. That's the Elohim. That's the, that's the king that we serve, you guys. And the thing is, is that you can have an assignment in prison. You could have somebody, yeah, maybe they, they made it through the funnel that we talked about. They made the right decision. They didn't take the mark of the beast. But maybe they don't know that there's an Elohim who loves them and that knows that he, that he created them. And that he sent his only son to die for them, for their sins. And, but it says, what is it? Romans 16, I want to say, talks about how will, how will they hear if no one ever comes and, you know, and it goes through the gospel and it talks about at the end, how beautiful are those feet of those who bring the gospel of peace, the good news of peace. But see, you could have an assignment there. He's got you. You might have you there for a reason. So I will go because I'm not going to take matters in my own hands. I'll defend my house against looters. I'll defend my house against Everybody else, but if it's military, they got way more guns than I have. We all know that. And, and it's, his, it's his destiny for me. Because I've been preparing for this since I was 16 years old, you guys. I celebrated 18 years yesterday of following him. And ever since I asked him to come into my life, I've been preparing because... Even when I was told about the pre-trib rapture, which obviously is not going to happen, you guys. Okay. But even when I was told about that, deep down, I was like, no. I was like, I'm too loud. I'm too boisterous. I'm too bold for the sake of the gospel. And I'll most likely end up like John the Baptist. And I was okay with it then. And I'm really okay with it now because I've lived 18 years of my life for him off and on but you know this is just what it comes down to you guys he who loves his life will lose it but he who loses his life for my sake will find it and i'm gonna go with them because there could be people in that prison in that fema camp waiting for me to hear to hear the gospel Maybe for the first time, or maybe it's for the last time, but it's definitely for the, you know, at least the last time. It's one more chance. It's one more chance to get it right. Because see, the beautiful thing about our Elohim is that when he comes, it doesn't matter if you've been working for him for one hour, three hours, six out, four hours, six hours, or all 10 hours of the day or 12 hours of the day. The payment is all the same. The payment is all the same. The payment is all the same. And that's what it's all about, you guys. It's about living a life worthy of repentance. So anyway, I'm going to, uh, after I finish this video, I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, Greg, to answer your question, yeah, I get it. We're not subject to wrath. That's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9. But tribulation is not wrath. It's not the same. It's not the same because the wrath is poured out once we get to the bowls of wrath.
But Yahushua comes at the seventh trumpet, at the last trumpet, as it's st- stated so many times. That's what 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 is about. That's what 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 52 is about. That's what Revelation is about. That's what Matthew 24 is about. It says immediately after the tribulation in those days. That's what it says. So I know that we're not appointed to wrath, but this isn't wrath. You know, because there's been, there's been 2,000 years plus of martyrdom. And none of those people were appointed to wrath either. But they were, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. We can't understand it. But don't be offended. Don't be offended. Because fight that temptation to be offended. Just have a soft, tender heart in this hour. Because you want to make sure that you have a clean heart, clean spirit, and that you can just go and and he will supernaturally give you peace and grace and strength, just like he gave to so many others and just like he gave to Stephen as he was being stoned. As he was being stoned, he saw heaven open and he had the face like an angel. And I could just see him smiling. And he saw Yahushua, who's normally sitting at the right hand of the Father. He was actually standing for him and giving him a standing ovation for taking it for the sake of the gospel as he's being stoned to death. So, you guys, he will give us supernatural strength. We won't feel the pain. It'll be over. And then we'll be sleeping. We won't go to heaven right away. Okay? I know Christianity's told you that you go to heaven right away. But we won't go to heaven right away. We won't go to, those won't go to hell right away either. Okay? But we will sleep because the dead know not. The dead sleep and they know not. That's why it's rest in peace. But at the resurrection, hallelujah, that 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 speaks of. This is what we're living for, you guys, right here. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. It says, for if we believe that Yahushua died and rose again, even so Elohim will bring him with those who sleep in Yahushua. For this we say to you by the word of Yahuwah, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the master will by no means precede those who are asleep. Those who are dead, they're sleeping we will no, by no means precede them. For the master himself will descend from heaven with the shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of Elohim, or the shofar blast of Elohim, and the dead in Mashiach will rise first. And then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the master in the air, and thus We shall always be with the master. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. That's what it's about, you guys. That's what it's about. So we're not going to miss it if we're asleep, but we got to be faithful because I heard one of the best, one of the best um, quotes about the tribulation. One of the best quotes about the tribulation was it's not. The goal is not to survive the tribulation. The goal is to remain faithful even unto death. That's the goal of the tribulation. Um, 
but yeah, Greg, you can definitely, um, you can definitely message me. Absolutely. That's, that's totally fine. But, um, but guys, I just wanted to get that out to you. Um, hopefully we didn't go too long. I didn't mean to go this long, but I just wanted to have a quick version of, of the chart so you could understand it and understand what it's there for. It's all a test. Are you paying attention? Have you been watching and waiting as I told you to do? Or have you been swept away into the strong delusion of the world? And that's it. That's it. But for me, I'm not touching that funnel. The only way that I'm leaving this house is either if an angel comes and gets me, which hallelujah, I'm contending for it. Or if a soldier comes and gets me, and I know that it's my time and I've been chosen. And I'm not even going to tell them, don't even bring me to a testing center. Just take me straight to wherever you need to take me because I don't want that option. I don't want it. Take me to where you need to take me and do with me what you need to do with me. But know this, that I'm not serving your beast system. And I won't bow down to your king. And I don't want to take part in his census. So anyway, I pray that y'all would have boldness from the spirit from the Ruach HaKodesh just overshadow you and overpower you and that you guys would also to make the right decisions all right so shalom